1: What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday, Freestyle Friday! Here we are off to yet another great week from Locked On ACC. You heard from Kitten Gibbs. You heard from Tyler Aki, and now, of course, my man Jersey Drake is back on the mic to talk all things College World Series. We got some NBA playoffs to talk about, and we got the NCAA. Who I I, I'm going to give that more of the time because my guy is you know attorney at best, so he knows all the ins and outs and can tell us what the real is. If you had a chance to listen to yesterday's episode, I know you got an opportunity to hear Tyler Aki essentially give us three solid core items in terms of marketing plans. So today I feel like Drizzy Drake can kind of give us that legality of how it all might happen. So that's kind of the gist of today's show. I want to remind y'all though, if you love draft talk, I promise you, you'll be real hype for the Locked On NFL Draft podcast with host Trevor Sykema and Benjamin Solak for recaps and analysis on the 2021 draft and a look ahead at next year's future first round picks. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Drizzy Drake, what is going on, my guy?
0: It's going good. It's going good. You know, I just got back from work. I'm excited. It's about to be the weekend. I got some fun, fun plans I can't wait to do. Yeah. But before we uh, get into it, because I am going to forget, I have to say this. <laughs> I am a licensed attorney. However, everything I am saying right now is not legal advice. I just (laughs) want to put that right out there. Okay. Cause I I know that the the Florida board of board of bartenders is going to be listening to this. The Florida bar is going to be in on this. My boss will listen to this. So not legal advice. If you need actual representation or help with anything, please seek someone that's much more qualified than I am. So
1: (laughs) we can call, uh, what is it called? Scott Farron. What is that? Is that guy from the commercial? You know what I'm talking about?
0: no who is that James
1: Scott Farron you know the commercial now I'm going to give you a YouTube you have to know oh who James God. Scott Farron is like
0: the one I gave you about that with uh, Mark Phelps Supreme Dreams with the uh, the Ben Simmons thing
1: <laughs> no he literally is like every. I busted my knee but thank goodness for James Scott Farron now I'm okay <laughs> that might be that might be a local ad I- no, it's not. It has, to no? Be, it has to be global. I don't know. Whatever. We're, I'm going to give it to you by the end of the show. It's fine. Aye, We're going to keep this aye. in here because I love that. This, this is a vibe. Okay, I cannot believe up? that Drake does not know who James Scott Farron is. <laughs> it's all right. If you are listening and you know who James Scott Farron is, please hit me up at Candace D Cooper. Let's talk about it because we got to get Drake on board. Or we can just say, you can hit me up on the side like Candace. has like a North Carolina thing. Like, totally embarrass me. It's fine. Cool. Whatever. <laughs> so by the time you hear this show, we'll, we will know whether or not Virginia has moved on after they face. Texas tonight at 7 p.m. And so the results could be crazy. NC State, of course, is trying to hold off vanity to secure their spot in the finals. And then there's that team, Mississippi State, who has not seemed to want to go anywhere. So a lot of good things happening in the College World Series. I don't know if you've gotten a chance, Jersey Jake. Just touch on briefly. Have you followed it? Are you excited about all that good stuff
0: oh yeah i mean i'm a big i played baseball until i was about 16 or 17 it's my favorite to me it's my favorite sport of all time i mean that's why i kind of took a little i took a little umbrage when y'all were saying softball was better but i will agree that softball is a better product to watch because it's Mm. faster and i Mm. love how the girls you know they talk trash i'm a big fan of trash talk trust me but with nc state yeah with nc state beating vanderbilt i thought that was huge i mean i thought Mm -hmm. they were going to do we talked about it last week. I thought NC State was very good. I thought the ACC was probably the best conference for college baseball, but I didn't expect them to beat Jack Leiter. Uh, for those who don't know, Jack Leiter is the son of Al Leiter, who was a World Series champion for my Florida Marlins, and also threw the first no hitter in our team's history, and also is probably one of the most dynamic left left uh, hand pitchers in, in the nineties. And with NC State right now, what they're doing, they got to beat them again. It's and it, it is kind of hard to beat the same person twice, but they're off to a great start, and I think they're at a solid part of the bracket. And then Virginia, Virginia lost to a Mississippi state team that I think is, I think they're okay, but I think they have a really tough draw with
1: Texas tonight. Mm, mm See, I learned so much from Tyler yesterday just about like how it all works and how crazy it is. And just hearing you talk about how hard it is to beat a team twice, like watching the NC State Vandy game. Yeah, you're NC State is pretty much going to have to be perfect tonight. You're perfect when they play them again. Right. And so I'm just I really want to see a Virginia NC State. Final, but I know based on Tyler, it, you know, assessment, it's not going to happen. And am I being too much of a homer here? Do you as well think that it's not going to be NC State and Virginia in the final?
0: Yeah, I don't think Virginia is that very good. I <laughs> would love that because I actually would personally prefer Virginia to win it all over NC Stakes. I don't have to hear Ken on Monday. You know, how about
1: that?
0: How about that pack? Yeah, whatever that is. Hopefully we're smoking that, you know, Wolfpack pack. The entire series is over But all kidding aside, I definitely don't see Virginia, you know, moving on. I think NC State right now. I mean, they're hot. And when bats are hot, when pitching is hot, I mean, they shut out for Vanderbilt. Yeah, but
1: Vandy, listen, when I looked at Vanderbilt and you see some of their guys, they got some dogs because they are never out of it. And that's the scary part of like watching this College World Series in general. I'm like, these people are never out of these games. And for that wild pitch. You know, between mm. Vanderbilt and Stanford, that to me was a fluke. Like it's just a one-off. Probably would never happen again in a million years if you played the game ten times over, right? Yeah. But Vandy just always keeps themselves in situations. So again, perfect game is going to have to be had, and I feel like they're going to want revenge against NC State. So like, you know, again, reminding everyone, that if NC State loses, they're not completely out of it, but it's going to be you know mentally challenging, of course. But they also got you know their dog crap kicked out of them twenty-one-two. So they nowhere to go but up.
0: Really? I must say, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <Truly> they, honestly, <laughs> they've gotten smoked and then they, you know, they won out twice, but also with Vanderbilt, the problem is that they've actually won it all with was almost the same exact team. And like Ken said on Monday, or I mean, sorry, on Tuesday, they had a Jack Lider who literally, I think for what, 30 straight innings didn't allow a single run or a single, like maybe also like a single hit in the first 25. It's absolutely insane. So hopefully you know, in the rematch, I think they can pull out on top. I'm a big Jose Torres fan. Shout out Mm -hmm. to the Republic right there. So hopefully we get that dub.
1: Absolutely. Now I want to talk about the fact that the college world series is going on, right. But you know, all of these guys are having the greatest moments of their lives, probably the greatest college world college world series experience. And unfortunately they cannot profit off it at all. So I would love to hear Drake's thoughts about why, oh, why maybe one day, hopefully in the future, they, potentially could get some branding marketing benefits from this. I want to hear his thoughts, but first bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. Baseball is in full swing and you can track all the action at betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and more. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. As this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoff. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today, betonline.ag. You can get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Please use promo code Live. On. So, Jersey Drake, let me know what it is, what it ain't. I'm a College World Series player. I probably got my gold chain ready, got my, you know, black eye under, whatever, what have you, and I'm just feeling like I could be on a t-shirt somewhere, but I can't make any money off of it. But, you know, thankfully, with this NCAA case that recently came out, there seems to be some sort of light at the end of this tunnel that one day, maybe... <laughs> players way to receive compensation?
0: Oh, the, the I think the light you're thing in the tunnel right now is the cracks in the wall of the NCAA's <laughs> entire concept of amateurism student-athlete. Yeah. Amateurism wasn't even a damn thing until the 50s when actually they wanted to compete with professional football. Mm. And as Kendall said on Tuesday with student-athlete, that was easier. It was a way to circumvent, you know, paying these players for, you know, sort of workers' compensation and issues like that. To With this decision, it's not specifically NIL. Uh, I actually have it right here. You can't, you most can't see it. I've actually read the entire 45-page opinion here, like twice or three times. This is like, you know, this is one thing I love. I want to be prepped, prepped and ready for you guys. <laughs> it mainly deals with the only the education-related benefits, like you know, having a laptop uh-huh. for school and stuff like that, postgraduate internships as well. But what it does do is sort of put the and the answer below, like, hey, your antitrust protections that you know you thought were you know super strong with the court decision you know, that happened 30 years ago. Basically, what you've been doing is would be illegal anywhere else because you don't have any other competing people at all whatsoever. You're not like the you're not like you know the UFC, Bell Bellator one. And for right now, you are losing the battle with that. And if you don't, you know, make certain changes right now, then you're going to be under the knife. And that's what Justice Kavanaugh said in his concurring opinion, where he actually said that the entire point behind for the NCAA behind amateurism was like, oh, we're, we're you know we're not paying the players you know for the sport because you know it's bad to pay the player for the sport. It's circular reasoning. Their entire protection was based off of their own protection, Mm. which you can't be doing out here.
1: Right. So I'm curious, like we've seen some of these basketball leagues, you know, come up for these high school players. Would the NCAA try and be like, oh, we'll see. That's a competing interest. Like that's why we have what we have.
0: No, because their entire product is behind the student athlete. You know, that's, that's, that's not getting paid. That was their whole entire MO. That's their whole entire brand. Like, Hey, listen, we're, you know, we're student athletes that play for the love of the game, whereas if you know what is what I forgot what's it called? It's not G League. It's the um, I can't the um, what's the name of that basketball league? It's like I think uh, I know the PBL talking. or something
1: like that. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. it's called
0: the PBL. They get paid, and their entire thing is like, no, we're an, we're an alternative to bad college basketball. We're not even college basketball. We're just playing, you know, what for high schoolers up to twenty years old. So, you know, if they want to go to the draft, they're not competing because they're not. They don't have the same sort of mo at the end of the day. Whereas the NCAA, their entire premise is student athletes who do not get paid. And yeah. with this right now, the NCAA is scrambling. Mm-hmm. They, when the first decision came out, I was like, oh, you know, Mark, Bamber, you know, came on, you know, his out of his castle, like, hear you, hear you. You know, <laughs> we're fine. This means nothing at all. And then actually, I want to say this morning, he put the onus on athletic directors at every single college, whether it be D1 down to D3, could you all do us a favor and draft up your own NIL stuff by July 1st? And I gotta, and trust me, I have a lot of friends that are in offices around the country right now, and they're not very happy about that.
1: A hundred percent. And when I think about just one, you know, all of these athletic, you know, departments are so underfunded and so overworked already. But Mm -hmm. then you want to, you know, throw in a whole new beast. I can only empathize so much with the compliance office right now because I think it's about to be a crap show. You know, like I think it's about to go wild, and they're not equipped to do the right things, necessary things. And of course, then does it not turn into an arm? Race when people are like, Well, I'm gonna let my school do this part of the NIL policy. Well, I'm gonna let my school do XYZ. That's to me what the NCAA was trying to avoid this whole time.
0: Yeah, and not only that, the NCAA, Alston has like typically, folks, when a case comes to the Supreme Court, when stuff is like filed, it's like a year, maybe a year and a half before everything is heard. Mm-hmm. The NCAA had, I think, almost two years to have something in place that can probably help out with each school. They did nothing. Mm. at all and now it's up to i worked in compliance office and trust me it's it's rewarding i loved what i did i loved helping these kids out you know specifically like you know with smaller sports because you know you yes. know all athletes you know the sports get the full scholarship i don't know if you guys are aware of that yeah. and with now like putting this basically on their plate it's basically just like hey listen let me just you know i'm not gonna do any of the work but let me get all the credit you know for being you know the person in charge here. So
1: it's wild to me uh, also that, you know, there's so many opportunities, but to me, if you're putting in the onus on the athletic departments, you want, you tell them, okay, we want the kids to focus on, you know, athletics and also want their academics to be top tier but when you're bringing a whole new beast that they're going to have to be abreast to it we're gonna have to take some time to teach people how to probably be financially literate we're gonna to have to teach mm-hmm. them how to you know market themselves in appropriate manners like i mean like not for nothing and i'm not trying to be funny they're gonna be people who are gonna be like oh yeah well i can show my toes on only fans and like make buku money but that's why is that not allowed um, i mean, I mean <laughs>
0: you're not wrong about that i mean like the fact of the matter is like a lot of these schools are now going to have to it's it's, in the main problem is that there is no federal legislation on it uh we interviewed dan lust from the Condor detrimental podcast he's a sports Mm -hmm. lawyer he's a sports professor actually the new york school of law and we discussed this that only seven states currently actually have nil legislation in place to actually help their athletes and their schools you know kind of already have a framework to work with now florida state not to brag or anything actually lost what's called the apex program which is yeah. actually sort of a, it gives the students athletes classes to take in order to learn how to, to market themselves, mm-hmm. how to be financially literate, how to do all of these things in preparation for this entire move. Cause we we're one of the first States to hit the ground running July 1st. So a lot of these other States, they don't have that. And now you got the NCAA of LA, like saying like, you know, Hey, let the schools do it. So now the schools have to write it themselves and then we'll make, we might see some States do it, but it's going to be a club. It's, it's, it's a clusterfuck for right now from for, for yeah. a lot of these
1: days. Sorry about that. No, you're fine. And I think about, you know, the coaches who are not on board with this is Dabo Sweeney gonna gonna hit the door are we gonna be finding a new coach in Clemson for their football team because at the end of the day I feel like there's gonna be a lot of old heads who are not into this and when they go into like there's gonna be some who are newer age like listen not only can you if you come to our school we'll help you brand yourself for like life to come which I honestly think like a coach K keep it very much a band like would have been great for like listen not only will you get a great education from Duke but we will also put you in the position to where once Duke is over not only will you have that degree but you'll set your yourself up already while you're here great great selling point but you have guys like coach Sweeney who are going to be like listen you come here for school you come here for ball the money will come blah blah blah. sounds nice but are you cashing in your million dollar checks i thought so oh yeah because
0: that's why the uh that's why he loves the term (laughs) student athlete what's the first word in that phrase it's student and yes i mean a lot of these kids you know they do go to school they do choose schools you know for academic reasons that's obviously you know the case i mean that's why I think a majority of our play, we lose players because we don't have certain schools like engineering. Our medical mm-hmm. school was not particularly great, mm-hmm. but the the thing is with these coaches, these old heads, they mainly, in my personal opinion, are kind of away that because it's it's the money. There mm-hmm. you're going to see a huge, huge drop in um, coaches' salaries for the coming years. Because like dabble swing, I think right now makes eight and a half million dollars. Nick Saban makes point. around ten. So I mean, listen, like. I would be mad too if you're gonna cut my paycheck from eight and a half mil to maybe like five. And that's the thing, but like, but the thing is, like, that is so much obscene money yeah. that is being paid for one individual when also most these schools are state funded because they're state schools.
1: Well, listen, so, at the end of the day, if you say that you're about kids, if you say yeah. that you're you, like, like Roy Williams, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Willing to sacrifice parts of his salary to ensure that, you know, a lot of sports went on during COVID. A lot of sports that yeah. were on, on the bubble from not even existing anymore. He has saved a lot of scholarships in that regard. So if you really say you're about the students, it should be nothing to you. But again, like we say, it's going to come out, you know, all of the, going to come out in the wash, how people really react and respond and the negative connotations. I can already see the episode we're going to do talking about <laughs> some of the statements from these coaches. Calls. Oh,
0: yeah. Some people's true (laughs) colors are going to fly off. It's going to happen. And I I already have a few names in mind and I'm not saying, you know, these coaches, you know, don't care about the kids. I'm not saying that whatsoever at all. All I'm saying is that like now you have a new dynamic where money is being shifted around towards these kids, not only in football and basketball, but also for the golf, for gymnastics, for swimming, it's going to happen. And also like this case doesn't, doesn't do that specifically. It may as education related relations. However, the wording in this case is going to be used and every single lawsuit against the NCAA for years to come, mm-hmm. and unless the NCAA changes, you know, from top to bottom, infrastructure-wise, and who's in, who's in place, they are going to be under the gun because the fact, because Justice Kavanaugh said the NCAA is not above the law. Now you are in his crosshairs. You're in the crosshairs of the strongest court in the United States. So you really need to watch what you're doing, and you really need to figure out what you want to do. Because if you want to stick around and do this, you need to fix something. You need to figure it out.
1: No doubt. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts stores to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind you, behind the counter, orders parts for on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home in your pocket. Listen, save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend, Spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every single customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. All right. I got to tell you about Built Bar the best tasting protein bar ever. Did you know that Built Bar has eight, nine, or even 10? <laughs> no, they got 18 amazing flavors that are 100% covered in chocolate. Built Bar is even more delicious. If you're looking to get toned this season, I'm trying to tell you, you gotta get right with Bilt Bar. Make sure you go to builtbar.com. use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15, 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. So as we wrap it up today's show, again, Drizzy Drake always got the good things to talk about, right? We know that NCAA is going to get more spicy as the season rests. July 1 is always that fun time, right? People think they're going on vacation. Meanwhile, they're all probably in those athletic departments pulling out their hairs. But we'll see what happens. And, you know, I'll, at the end of the day, I'm all for players getting as many dollars as they can from people because we all know this real world out here is not... <laughs> A game, like a, no a, matter sports. what you talk
0: about. sports is a business at the heart of it. That's why I Period. love it. it. Picks my favorite things: law, sports, business. You know, hopefully everyone can have an even seat at the table because you know the best. The, the best compromise is the one where both sides you know leave kind of pissed off, not think about the end of the deal. So,
1: listen, that's why we got we got our marketing guy Tyler over here, then we got our legal guy uh, Drake over here. I'm just saying we're we're building a world class team over here at Locked On ACC. I'm just facilitating, right? But I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all got to get right with both of these guys because it seems like y'all need to start a company. So I'm just throwing it out there if we ever want to start like a startup where we just help athletes just know where you heard it first. Uh
0: Tyler, you to know, hit me up in the DM. We'll, we'll, we'll get the name we'll, we'll, we that actually. We need to figure out the name of that actually. There
1: we we'll, go. We've got all we'll, summer. We've got all summer. All right. Well, we're going to end the show talking about the NBA playoffs a bit. We know that the Hawks are certainly trying to make their name for themselves. They beat the Bucks game one. We've got Phoenix and winning two games. We've got the return of. Chris Paul tonight against the LA Clippers. And I just think Kawhi is not coming back. And so playoff P got all the pressure. And I don't know if you heard yesterday's episode, but Tyler Aki is a huge playoff P fan. And I have never met anybody <laughs> who
0: likes really? Paul
1: P. Yes, very seriously. He loves Paul Pierce. Paul, what did I say? Paul George. Sorry. Look at that. Right, Probably loves right. Paul Pierce as well. He loves Paul George, and that's his guy. Like top five, he's in the current of his top five. And so you're
0: you're, you're kidding me, right?
1: I promise you not. I am I'm being oh, serious. So when you run it back, yeah, you got to run it back. After
0: those two missed free throws that caused the Valley OOP to happen, he's still a playoff key guy. <sighs>
1: I think he's just, he's not, I mean, Tyler was very fair. Listen, at the end of the day, he's not that guy. He's not, he's not a Kawhi. He's not going to hit a shot where you're sitting here leaning back and you're like, oh, is he going to go in, tip it in and like, you know, win the game. He's not that, but he's a great, he, he could be a great Robin. He has potential to be a great Robin. He'll never be Batman though.
0: He's I mean, like Aquaman. He's not even Robin, <laughs> to be honest with you, man. I, we're doing Justice League nonsense. But this is, okay, there, there's a difference between being clutch and like hitting that. I like that, corner three that Kawhi hit for the Raptors. And then there's one, if you at least make one of your damn free throws at the end of the game, that now leads you to lose the game. Cause you missed both of them. Playoff. Sorry. Not play, I, don't even, I don't even say playoffs with Paul George. Paul George <laughs> is not that, like, he is a very, very, to me, he's the most overrated player in the NBA. I'm just going to say that. I just, I'm not a big fan of Paul George. I think mm-hmm. playoff mentality. I think he's mentally just not there for everything with that. And I think now that he has to shoulder the entire low with Kawhi out, like the only reason the Clippers are right now in the Western Conference Finals is because Terrence Mann scoring 20 points in the third quarter, not because of Paul George.
1: Okay, let's talk about it. former Florida State standout. He is having himself a series, and so there's a lot of conversation of whether or not Doc Rivers was the guy holding him back, saying like he couldn't, you know, start XYZ. And to me, Terrence Mann is the is agreed. The only reason why the Clippers are having a halfway fighting chance in this bad boy. So, but that's a lot of pressure for someone who wasn't necessarily expecting that pressure. Right?
0: Yeah. But yeah, so, I say, but the, the thing is though, I saw a Terrence man for five years. Someone tweeted us like no one from the ACC saw us and put up a bunch of his stats. Like he never, he didn't average more than 10 points a game. Well, if you guys watch Leonard Hamilton at FSU, no one plays a lot of minutes at FSU. That's why we won the sixth man of the year the past four years in a row. And with Terrence, man, he's always been about that lifestyle. The man's clutch. The man loves for big moments. Paul George, you can listen a little bit if you want to talk to him about it. He can definitely help you out with that because I know you're you're slacking in that department. And then Terrence, man, I mean, he, I mean, that game, he did You put the team on his back. But you're right about that. He was not expected to do that. And that does relieve a little bit of pressure with that. But on me, personally, I'm not surprised with that. He has not been as great. In this series, because I think his minutes are extremely low. Mm. I think Luke Kennard is more minutes than him, and I don't know why the hell Luke Kennard is even still on an NBA (laughs) roster. <laughs> <up>. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. We're ripping, we're ripping all the ACC guys tonight, but no, Luke Kennard. <laughs> for those you don't know, former Duke standout. But I'm confused as to why, like a lot of people are giving Ty Lu such high praise, and I'm like, if if that were the case, you know, he would have made some sort of adjustments or at least figured it out why how to beat the Suns. Not for nothing though, the, the Clippers have been in games, but I think the return of Chris Paul is going to be a very strong showing because they have honestly been doing better without him.
0: They have been. I they think he's
1: been. a cheap player. So I think there's going to be some very interesting shots happening, you know, all pun intended there throughout this game. So it'll, it'll be a unique experience, right. For the rest of this series, but I hope they don't, I hope the Clippers don't get swept for our sake, but I, I wouldn't be mad at the Suns being in the finals. I do want the Hawks to go at this point. Cause like I think Giannis deserves it, but the same, Giannis deserves it because, I mean, listen, the, the Nets are out of the way, but if you can't beat the Hawks, bro, like, maybe it's just not your ministry. To, you're gonna yeah. going to be one of the Charles Barkley uh. who, like, was super good but never won at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, with the Ty Lue thing, you had to take at least one without Chris Paul, and you lost on a Alley-oop, and you also <laughs> lost on D book. I don't know what this man's doing. I think now, I think he's officially solidified himself as the best player under, under the age of 25. And mm-hmm. then with the Hawks, I don't particularly care for Atlanta teams that much. I actually don't particularly care for Trey young. Also that man needs a haircut. I mean, his hair, I don't know what that man's doing. I don't know if you've ever seen the meme of him. It's like a, it's like a lollipop with hair on it. That's exactly what his hair to me looks kind of like, sorry, Trey. But yeah, with Giannis, I've never, a lot of people love Giannis and I've watched him play. Like it's, I mean, he's really, he's very good. He's great. Yeah. But like, I just don't, I don't understand where everything, everyone comes from saying like, you know, Oh, he's going to win one one day. I don't see that. And I kind mm-hmm. of am with you. I'd rather see the Hawks go all the way with that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I like, like yeah. Yeah, I, I like Clint Capella. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like Clint Capella. Trey Young. Well, I don't care for him. He's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. John Collins is a beast. And I want Naming Mill to win one. I mean, Naming Mill's the man. So,
1: can you imagine? Like, shout out to Riley, right quick. Can you imagine literally like having to come in midseason, change everything around, and win the whole damn thing? Like, honestly, I you pay you me get whatever.
0: <laughs> you, you, get, you get a statue. Bro. In you Atlanta, get a statue outside absolutely. Outside, oh, oh my god. I, what do you think his pose is going to be? Just him just yelling at Trey Young. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, without a mask on too, like pulling it down his face, like gotta have one. But I, I think it's just wild his story. But he, the Pacers are probably kicking themselves. But it's really on brand really? for Indiana as to why he was like, like to me, I'm shocked he even got a chance there. But I'm really happy for him and his story. And again, can write his ticket. I just think these guys are young, hot, and listen. Shout out to Kayvon, Kevin Herter. <laughs> like oh, you mean Ron, you mean,
0: uh, you mean Ron Weasley with a jumper. <laughs> Kyle I, Wee, called Carl him, the handles.
1: I called him the ginger avenger like the ginger avenger i think he was doing it like there you go i, I mean kind of stuck with my boyfriend. So i feel like you laughing too like i like that we might i might have to let that rock on i, Twitter. Kind of, I like
0: that did you see do you see him try to shimmy and then Trey Young's like, no, 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 no. it's like it's like they're seeing drum line where the
1: kids guys trying to hit the, <laughs> hit the drum the right way and then nick Hans like yeah oh. like nah bro that's not your <laughs> thing but yeah uh, you do did, did a little <laughs> No doubt, but it'll be, I mean, it'll be a good time. I'm ready for the finals. Cause I, I want to see who's really going to step up, but I'm excited that hopefully like at least he's going to six. Like I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, the guys that are down right now will figure it out to win one or two, maybe, mm-hmm. but here we know. who knows, but any, I say all that to say, we'll keep you posted on this freestyle Friday. Jersey Drake. Thank you for your time. As always, can you please let the fans know where they can find you and follow your work? All right,
0: folks, you can follow me at tally underscore underscore drag. You can follow the podcast at locked on Knowles and also at, at Knowles Anonymous. That's our collective. That's our unit right there. That's where we get all the questions, you know, tips and tricks, as well as, you know, gifts and memes. You know, we're trying to keep it light and heavy on there. So check us out you know, our podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast from. And uh, yeah, if you want to come around for some hot takes, and you know, we'd love to have you
1: there we go make sure you guys listen to the locked on today podcast host peter bukowski updates you on all the major sporting news with the help of our local experts you can download the locked on today podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts hope you guys have a great weekend stay smart and safe out there for candace cooper and drizzy drake we hope you have a seriously good time